All right. Welcome to episode two, season two of Endless Balls. I'm going to go on record, and I am a lifelong Yankees fan. Fire Aaron Boone. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Jamie, hold up a second. Can I use a quote from you last week? Sure. So here's a quote from Ben, and then I'm going to, you follow it up with your own quote. And here, here's how it reads It was, quote, this is from last week's episode. Ben said, you had an AL East order of outcome that you swore would be true. And of course you were completely wrong and it's not going to happen that way at all. Then Jamie says, pretty sure the Red Sox would collapse. I said that all season. Ben said, I believe both of that said that both of us said that all season and we were both exactly right. That was last week. Well, they are collapsing. The Yankees are going to be fourth. There's 20 games left. What does it have to do with the quote? The quote talked about Boston. No, you, the quote starts with you saying that my ALD's order of outcome was absurd and that you were completely right. And it's not going to happen that way at all. My ALD's order of outcome was Yankees being fourth underneath Red, uh, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Rays. So tell me how that's wrong. You, you, bring <laughs> up, you just bring up this random shit that doesn't have anything to do with what well, we did. I thought that, before the show started, before the show started, we talked issue. about the appropriateness of your, your retorts from the last week. And once again, you're just out there in left field, just dancing Dancing around like a like a little pony boy, like a little pony boy, and just dancing around in the grass, going, "I'm gonna get him! I'm gonna get him! I'm gonna get him!" And answer my question. No sense. Your shit. You should just. I've been asking. You should retire. You should retire on your retorting. Your retorting should be retired. I've been asking you all year, Ben. You said last week that my ALE's order of outcome that I swore would be true was completely wrong. Is it completely wrong? Because the Yankees are this close to being in fourth place. Right. And you two are gonna you two are gonna bicker all night long. So here's the deal. I will own up to what I said. I did say that the Red Sox are gonna collapse, and they have collapsed from where they started the season. What I failed to mention was that the Yankees were going to collapse worse. Oh, that would have been good to mention. I didn't know that a week ago, but on September 10th, fire Aaron Boone. Get that trending on Twitter, fire Aaron Boone. Maybe by the time you listen to this podcast tomorrow morning, Aaron Boone will be fired. Hey, Jamie, I seem to recall after game one of this season being like, I don't think Boone's analytical approach is going to work with the players that he has. Everyone said, no, no, no. Ben, my prediction was that the Yankees would be fourth. They're now this close. Was I completely wrong? Yes or no? Completely well, right now, wrong. right now you're completely wrong because it's not true. Well, they they'll end up as fourth. You know, I mean, when you bring up the- when you bring up stuff and 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 say this close, well, your prediction is not right. So why well, would no, you bring it right. up? The why Mets are up wait? eight to two. Why the Mets are winning wait? eight to two. The Mets are winning eight to two, and Toronto has the Orioles for a series. You don't think after this You're just making a bunch of assumptions, man. I mean, listen, if you don't have hard evidence and data, you should really just retire your retorting because it's it's just, it's it's subpar. Hey, can I bring up my favorite last week quote that you had? You said that all the Bucks wide receivers got good somewhere else and they're all old and they all came to Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, both drafted by Tampa Bay. They're 25 and 28 respectively. Where were you going with that quote, Ben? How did Mike Evans do last week there, Joe? Uh, that would be last night, Ben. I'm sorry, last night. <laughs> ben, man. How did he do? How did he do last night, Joe? 
What, what was the stat line for Mike Evans? When, I mean, they won the game. Uh, my theme of the week is making up words. He was the worstest of the three, but he did not to perform need to perform at his bestest because Godwin and Antonio Brown and Gronk, the ageless, were insane. So can we stop bickering and start talking about football? I have to say, I was really impressed. Amari Cooper, man, he 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 brought his A game. That was he had a great performance. And you know, Dak just stepped right back into it. It's looking sharp. Dallas had a little bit better of a defense. They won that game. Their offense is running on all cylinders, looking good. But that defense needs to still needs some work, man. Their D lines weak. With the coaches and the announcers, we had Drew Brees with a hair implants. We had Bruce Arians busting out the red face and his new style. And we had Mike McCarthy with the beard. Ben, as a bald person, what did you think about? Um, what do you think about Drew Brees' hair implants? I, you know, I never saw. I didn't watch the uh, broadcast with Drew Brees, so I, I never, I never actually. You haven't seen that story? No, I didn't. I didn't. You either got to go. You either got to go all bald. I've been trying to tell my brother-in-law this for a couple of years, but it's kind of rude. Yeah, I, 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 you know, Drew Brees, man, you got to respect. He, he just, he's like, this is it. This is what you get, and uh, you know, I don't, I don't really care what you think, and you got to admire that. He played that his whole life. That's his whole style. I mean, he had like that open wound on his face for his entire career, whatever that thing was. I don't know. They were hiding but, that. Yeah. It never got that fixed. I got the hair fixed, hid the face, hid that side of the face on the, on the broadcast. And uh, lastly, before we get into everything, before we get into the, the letters from a fan, Ben, I've been wanting to tell you this. We were 10 and 10. We tied yes last week on our college pick em. Doesn't this, what I'm about to say does not negate that, but Arkansas actually beat the spread. I had them to only beat the money line. They actually beat the spread. You counted that. I don't know how you factor that in, but I'll take it. So thank you. Your genius on being able to count to 10 worked really well for me last week as we tied. Technically, I only had nine wins. Oh, so, so I won the week. Thank you. No, but you didn't know that. You didn't know well, that. Now that you told me, it still counts. But I already said it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Uh, can we please stop bickering and talk football? All right, we got a letter first, Jamie. What should we do first, this letter or college football matchups? Let's do the letter first. Let's do the letter. This one's to you. And, you and you want to have a little background on the letter, like who wrote it? Is it from one of our many listeners, or who's it from? <laughs> this one is from a younger listener, a 20-something-year-old Tennessee Vol fan. His email was balls, go balls something at gmail.com. Emailed the Endless Balls account, said... Dear Endless Balls, dear Jose Schwag and Powers, I noticed you mentioned having a vasectomy. My wife asked me to schedule one, but I really don't know what they are. My dad said when he got his, it was painful. How many times can you reverse it or bring it back? And does the same stuff still come out? Is the question. What, what does this have to do with sports? <laughs> this, is a fan, this is listener email, Ben. We, but wait a minute. I don't recall talking about vasectomies, A, and B, I've never had one because I want to procreate as long as I can. I believe you're the only one, Jose, that's had the vasectomy here. This is a true endless balls kind of question. How, how back and forth can you go? I thought, Jamie, I thought, okay. So um, definitely it's only you. And why don't you tell the audience that you were forced to get one? We'll cut this whole bit out. So, <laughs> no, we won't. So I had some answers. I had some answers lined up. The stereotypical answers. There's a vast difference, difference between the procedure today and yesteryear. Uh, they're not as painful as they are today. The different stuff does come out. It's pee now. <laughs> it's, 
pretty sure that's incorrect. I thought I thought you got the the vasectomy because your wife gave you an ultimatum. No, she was just like, "Do you want to? You should get one." And I, I it was right after we had our second kid, and I was like, "You know what? Yeah." Uh, for some reason, I just thought she clearly didn't want to have any more children with you. Was that, that, was that <laughs> probably? I've been thinking about reversing it, going for the lucky number three. Who knows? Um, but I should probably not reproduce anymore. Very snippy comments, guys. Very funny. All right, so college football matchups. Segways into our foul balls of the week and our endless balls picks. LSU isn't on Draft King. Hey, ben, can you check on Draft Kings? Is LSU on there? It's not on Bookmaker. ESPN says the line is at minus 39. This is the only game I couldn't find, and I don't know why it's not on the board. While he's looking a little bit about this game, um, did y'all know that Coach O's son is the QB at McNeese? I didn't know that. There you go. Coach O. I wonder if he's got a vasectomy. That'd be good. Man, what was what, Jamie, while he's looking at that, you were sending me some UCLA stuff this week. Uh, UCLA. Great. Trolling, trolling LSU and Coach O. UCLA uh, might be back. And I, I heard an interesting statistic this morning, or not really statistic, but fact about Chip Kelly. In all of his years at Oregon, he never lost a game that he was favored to win. So he lost some games, but they were underdogs. So he never lost as a favorite in all of his years at Oregon. What, so what, what happened? But so he was going to take the Florida job, I thought. Why did he choose UCLA? Just because less expectations? No, I think he's a West Coast guy. It didn't matter where he went in the NFL because it's totally different. There's no recruiting. He's a West Coast guy. He knows the recruiting hotbeds out there. And so for him... And there was partially probably what you said, you know, less expectations to rebuild a dormant UCLA program as opposed to following in the footsteps of a lot of greatness at Florida. I'm going to look up their recruiting class. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like maybe they are back. I mean, they definitely, their troll game is back. I mean, the tweets they were sending, they're selling shirts about uh, what's, what did Cojo say? About sissy, something about your sissy blue, your sissy blue shirt. That's a great impression. <laughs> um, Go Tigers! I think Coach O is back on the, the White Claws. I think he was off of him for like twenty years, and then his wife left him, and I think he started getting back on the White Claws. Well, have you seen all the pictures of him with the hot younger woman? Yeah, he like Who's- Snapchatted one a long time ago, but there's been a lot of pictures of them come out. Yeah, who is that girl? I don't know. Yes, she's up to no good. Where, where's UCLA on the recruiting? Like, what'd they do last year? 33rd, okay. The year before, 32nd. They get a lot of four stars. Yeah, you can coach those up. All right. Ben, are you back? Yeah, I'm just looking up this uh, LSU. Maybe it's just not on the board right now because I was hoping to take them this week. I thought they were going to bounce back. Why don't you just take the money line? That should pay out quite well. Yeah. If it's minus 39, I was surprised by what ESPN said, but I can't find it anywhere else. Who are they playing? Uh, McNeese State. Probably not even pronouncing that right. I believe that they are a perennial ball championship subdivision, formerly known as 1AA Powerhouse. All right. Speaking of those, we have UAB against Georgia. Uh, Jamie, I noticed you picked UAB. Yeah, I think UAB is a decent football team, and I don't like that spread. So I'm seeing that spread jump all over the place. It was at 24.5. It appears to be down to 22.5. So what I would say, I would take Georgia if that line 
dips below 21. I don't like anything 21 or above. Yeah, same. What's it at right now? You said 24? I don't know. It was 22 and a half a few hours ago. I found the LSU. It's uh, minus 38.5. So DK has it. I just wonder why it's not on the board. So that's too much to take. Like, so screw that game. Like 38 with the way LSU looked. Uh, I do think they come out more hungry. This UAB Georgia game, I'm going to bet the first half, whatever the first half spread is. I remember last year, Georgia opened up against Arkansas and tied. It was tied at the end of the half, seven to seven or something like that. It was really close. And then they, they showed up in the second half. Um, UAB looked good. Georgia didn't offensively. Um, I'm a big fan of Bill Clark. The last couple of years, I have some stats. Uh, they played a couple of SEC teams under Bill Clark. They've lost both of them by 20 and 21 points. Texas A&M, they lost by 21. Tennessee, they lost by 20. Uh, Georgia's better than both of those teams. So that kind of messes me up a little bit. But Georgia has six players out with COVID. Uh, that came out four days ago. I haven't seen anything new on that. UAB with the points is plus 100 right now, plus 22.5. Plus twenty. Pretty good. Yeah, I have UAB on there. I'm gonna regret it. Georgia's gonna. Well, I, I I could be totally wrong. I also think Georgia comes out a little flat. Yeah, that's one that huge game after that huge game last weekend. After the huge game last weekend against Clemson, and after six players on their offense, or I, I've seen different reports are out with COVID, um, and they have a ninety percent vaccination rate. So these are breakthrough cases probably had the Pfizer vaccine, how that's going to factor in. I think the first half bet is interesting for me. So I'll probably go with the first half. Um, next now, one up. DraftKings must be given a boost because everybody else's spreads are like minus 115, minus 120, either, either side. But UAB's got a plus 100 on the uh, plus 22.5. So they must be giving a, a boost on that. Yeah, go ahead. Keep rubbing it in that your DraftKings is so wonderful and we are stuck. Oh, but they're going to sponsor us. So edit yeah, that hey, part yes, out. We might send up some episodes, get a sponsorship. We're in talks. Mizzou, Kentucky. This is one that Ben, Ben bitched at me for not having enough shitty SEC. He said the, the slate had too many shitty SEC teams on. He's like, where's Mizzou? So I added Mizzou, Kentucky. I'm taking Mizzou five, plus five, uh, five and a half. The line is moving a little. When I first wrote it down, it was plus five. And then 30 minutes later, it was plus five and a half. So people are betting Kentucky. Um, Eli Drinkwitz is such a hillbilly. And he's such a dork. You can't tell much from these first games. Kentucky's got 10 defensive starters who are seniors. They've got six starters on offense who are seniors. I'm just going to go with that. But I'm going to – well. And Kentucky's got a transfer quarterback from Penn State that's got the biggest biceps on a quarterback ever. I've seen – I just said I'm taking Mizzou plus five and a half. I've seen Kentucky put in a wide receiver as quarterback and beat Arkansas for a whole well, game. You realize that's why it's called the Wildcat, right? Because they originated it. Yeah, but when you're being beat because their first three quarterbacks are out, this is a couple of years ago under the Chad Morris era. I don't know. I don't know what Stoops' is, uh, his ceiling is. They do have a lot of seniors on defense. I might flip on this one and go to Kentucky before tomorrow morning. But I, I noticed Jamie has Mizzou. Was Ben? No, I have Kentucky. Have Kentucky? I have Kentucky. Kentucky. All right. We got uh, Ohio State versus Oregon. This is Ben's game. Jamie and I got OSU minus 14 that's, and a half. That's my biggest game. Of the, I mean, I feel confident about that. No, same. Like, this is 
top three for me. Put this on record. I hate Ohio State University. Hate them with the passion. But they've got the best receiving core in the country. Their all-world quarterback now has a game under his belt where he played on the road at Minnesota, came out yeah, yeah. pretty came out pretty bad. It was his first game. In the second half, he lit him up. And then the thing that really, you know, uh, they always say one player shouldn't impact a line that much, but Oregon losing Thibodeau, that's huge. I mean, that dude was probably going to be the number one draft pick next year, just kind of freakish D end. So I think, I don't think Oregon can stay in the game. If you look at their past too, their recent past, like I remember them playing early season out of conference games uh, against Auburn a couple years ago. Was that that was like two years ago, right? Um, so. And and Auburn ended up beating them, it, but Oregon more so just kind of lost that game. I just feel like every time I've seen Oregon play an out of conference game, Oregon, especially early in the season, they just kind of give it up. They lose that game rather than the other team winning it. And against Ohio State, who's coming off a pretty impressive away game at Minnesota, Stroud looked good in the second half. Fourteen and a half. This is going to be on my teaser, Jamie. The Jamie Powers teaser, we're going to have USC, OSU, maybe Mizzou, UAB. UAB definitely on the teaser. I like this game so much it'll be part of my teaser, but I'm also going to sprinkle a little on just the line. I like. I think Ohio State blows them out. The other thing, last thing I'll say about this game, I, I watched the quarterback from Oregon quite a bit when he was at Boston College. He's not bad, but he's not good. And, you know, I think I think you would need a top notch performance and or Oregon cannot make a mistake tomorrow to stay in this game. And I just don't see it happening. Meanwhile, I captain cognitive decline is taking a nap. <laughs> ben, you're you're the Oregon fan here. You no, Oregon. I'm really excited about them. They play up for big, big teams. I'm positive that they're going to keep it close within 14 points and I'm going to win that pick. Thanks for the hard hitting analysis. That was, that was good and well thought through. Um, so good job, Michigan, Washington. I have no clue. I'm taking Michigan minus six and a half. I feel like an idiot because that line seems crazy to me. Washington lost to Montana 13 to seven week one was Washington looking forward to Michigan where they skip in the game. Like I don't understand this line and why anyone wouldn't take Michigan. This is another lock. Yeah, I actually like Washington in this game. Washington probably has the second or third most talented team in the Pac-12. And so they match up close, closely with Michigan talent-wise. Michigan, historically, over the in the whole Harbaugh era, has been the, the worst underperforming team in major college football. So, yeah, it looks like a gimme. I'm not sure that Michigan can put together a full football game. Ben, would you like to No, you know, I, I'm going to go Pac-12 all the way, Washington. Uh, no, I'm just joking. It's it's Michigan all the way, man. Come on, Washington. Yeah, you're right, man. They lose to Montana. Montana or something. Grizz. Was it? Grizz. Whatever, man. It's. They, I mean, how could anybody think that Michigan's – I mean, first of all, I think Michigan's underperformed over the past six years or so under uh, uh, Harbaugh. What's the name? Yeah, yeah. that would be it. <laughs> uh, man. It is on point. I can't even believe they still have that guy. He has just underperformed and just been hey, who a are you disappointment. Taking? Who are you taking? Disappointment. 
but I'm still taking Michigan because Washington sucks so bad. All right, we got Pittsburgh. This is so Jamie. This is up your alley. Uh, I got Pittsburgh minus three and a half. I know I shouldn't. I feel this is one of those guilty ones. I shouldn't have Pitt. Why? Pitt actually recruits Florida well, and so Pitt has a ton of speed on defense. Uh, you know, I might like that if Pitt were at home, even though they don't get any fans at Heinz Field. But there's just something about I, I don't know. I mean, the atmosphere. Pitt's not used to playing in stadiums like that. SEC Saturday. Um, you know, I I think home field advantage is the difference there. This line to me is almost like an NFL line. You know, NFL lines when you've got evenly matched teams move a little bit on the side of the the home team, and that's what I feel about this line. They're pretty evenly matched. You know, Pitt matches up with them talent wise, but I just think Rocky Top. What is it? Isn't it Neyland Stadium? Is that what's um, called? It's like nine hundred thousand people. All those people in the boats out. People there with the checker. Yeah. Here's the thing. Tennessee's had so much like, and this was under the previous coach. They just like talk about underperforming. Like they were losing non-conference games left and right. They had a new coach, the guy from UCF. That's a lot of turnover. Is is Pitt more stable in the last few years? Yeah. Pitt's a stable six and six or seven and five team that every other year finds a way to beat Clemson. Yeah. That's Pitt. Tennessee is an unstable five to six win team that every year lately seems to find a way to shit the bed to out of conference matchups. Again, I think this is totally That's a, a, no, a no line. Yeah, it is. It but is because, because of that, that you take Tennessee. I don't like it. I mean, I had to pick it because you put it on the sheet. I don't like it. I on the sheet I put Tennessee. There is no way that I would even put Ben's hard-earned money on this game. Hitting win, Tennessee, all the way. Ben, your SEC bias is really coming through on your picks this week. You got Mississippi State over NC State. You got Tennessee over Pitt. So we got Mississippi State. This is a this is another one that just, like, I don't fucking know. This week two card is harder than last week's. Like, last week's, we did pretty well getting 10 out of 10. Jamie, I think you got eight or nine. I think that was 10 out of 20. Yeah, no, 10 out of 20. No, 10. You, I got 10. You got 10. I technically got nine, but I don't know how we count the money line because you didn't really explain that very well, but I'll count it as 10. So we're at, we're hitting that like 48% for week one. I don't think we're going to be hitting 48% week two. <laughs> Mississippi State, NC State. Leach runs the same plays over and over, but it somehow works, I guess, at previous places. It's not working so far. The idea is Leach has like, he has an index card that has like five plays on it. The idea is if you just perfect running those five plays, that's what my high school coaches did. And we lost every single game under that philosophy. I just don't understand it. And I just can't see with NC state, they had the world series run. They had a, a final four run in March madness a few years ago. We'll, we'll have to bring crazy Shane on. He's an NC state guy. I'm betting NC state here uh, plus one. I just can't bet against them, and I, I'm going to lose it. I know I'm going to lose it. Both of y'all have Mississippi State, so. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I like the ACC, but there I joked last week, and you didn't know I was joking when I said the ACC was deep of mediocre and bad teams. Yeah, I didn't know you were joking. I thought you were being – but that, to be fair, I think that was before some of the games. It was before, that was last week. Okay, so that wasn't in the group chat. Okay, yeah. No, I think it was in the group chat. I mean, Virginia Tech – beating North Carolina, it'll remain to be seen if North Carolina was overhyped or maybe Virginia Tech's pretty legit. 
with North Carolina going down, with Clemson going down, there's not a in Miami, there's not a big path moving forward to beat quality wins and make it to the college football playoff for an ACC team. So I don't, I'm predicting there's not an ACC team. Is this year the, is it four teams? When are they moving to, to the 12? It's not this year. I don't right. know, but there's I know it's not teams, this year. There's not going to, there's going to be two SEC. There'll be like a pack and a big 10 or two big 10, but there's not going to be an ACC. Um, I'm going with NC state. The, the two most interesting games, I actually have nothing to really say about one of them is my game. Uh, but first we have Iowa, Iowa state, Iowa state's minus four and a half. That's where college game day is this week. I'm taking Iowa state probably. I don't know. Um, and then Arkansas and Texas, Arkansas, uh, plus seven, Texas minus seven. Again, just no clue. I'm going to take Arkansas, but I'll probably lose. I'm probably going to go for like 10 on these picks. I took Arkansas. I watched Texas last week. They're improved, but young quarterback, Arkansas did not look so great last week. They've got great talent. Their coach looks like he loves a buffet. So I'm Coach going to like get along well with Ben. Pit boss and Ben at that bar where Ben's background is would have a pretty good time. Eat some barbecue. <laughs> Ben's just Ben's looking around like a chipmunk right now. Just, <laughs> I'm just thinking how much I'm editing this down. It's gonna be like a 10 minute episode of this podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, hey. By the way, this I consider this podcast. We should put this at the beginning. This is preseason. Uh, our first real podcast will come out next week. We have some great guests lined up this season. Lastly, on college football, I'm gonna do a teaser with some variation of Arkansas. A&M. I know Jimbo Fisher is one of those coaches that hits the line, like no matter what, he'll, he'll go out of his way. He'll, he'll go for a two point conversion to make sure his team covers uh, UAB, Mizzou, Ohio State, USC. Um, and Ben, any bets on this week's week two? Yeah, you know, I got some nice I got some things lined up here. I, I took uh... before, you to that, before you get to that. Any bets on our bets? Last week you wanted to bet me 20 bucks that your picks would win more than my picks did. Yeah, you, you should pay me now because you, you just confessed that, in fact, I won that bet. You know, okay. that, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it. We'll figure something out. I think I we just did. Nothing. We'll do double or nothing. All right, double or nothing. Hey, uh, Jamie, would you like to do a plug for one of our sponsors? Yes, week two Endless Balls brought to you by our future sponsor, White Claw. Remember, do not seltzer shame men. Men deserve a low-calorie, refreshing alcoholic beverage just as much as everybody else. Week two Endless Balls, thank you, White Claw. Now moving on with the next segment of Endless Balls. You know, out of um, White Claw, Texas Pete, and Bookmaker, Bookmaker was the only one to respond to me and say, hey, yeah, let's uh, see if we can figure something out. All right, so White Claw is tentatively not on my list anymore. We'll figure it out. Ben, NFL, what have we got? Looking at some of the games I like, you know, on a personal level, I'm looking forward to this Bills-Steelers game. I want to see that new running back for the Steelers, Najee Harris. I think he's going to be a big weapon for the Steelers, especially with uh, Roethlisberger basically collecting Social Security at this point in his career. Not going to be something that uh, just about any defense is going to have to worry about. So I like the Bills, but you got to watch out for Harris because I think he's going to be dual threat running back, a monster with the uh, yards. So I think they're going to give him a lot of the percentage of the touches to just really test him out. But I really like what the Bills can do. So I think this is going to be an interesting game. 
I don't really have a pick on that game, but I will tell you that I'm leaning toward the Bills. Steelers used to have uh, – so I, I, have, I knew nothing about the NFL until like week two or three. I started getting into it. Didn't they have Connor and uh, Williams as number two last year? Where, where are they at? Connor is in Arizona. I'm not sure about the other one. Uh, but I, but Harris is their clear-cut starter. I mean, he could be a st- he could be another one of those great Alabama. All those Alabama running backs are looking good except for Fat Eddie Lacy. Ah, whatever happened to him, Ben? Fat Eddie <laughs> Lacy. Why did ben, why did I think of Ben? I don't know. It was the word. Never mind. We don't fat shame body. Im- we're body image positive. Yeah, thank God this is a, this is only an audio podcast. Some people might think that I have a weight problem the way you comment about it. Let's continue with your C game today. Thanks for giving us a first game with no pick. <laughs> I, I said I'm leaning toward the Bills. I did say I was leaning toward the Bills. All right, all right. All right. La- okay. To be fair to the audience, to recap last year, Ben did really well during the season on. Um, you know, he'd do three pick parlays every week, and he had a streak where like eight weeks in a row those hit. But uh, week one, we're a little rusty. Ben's coming out a little rusty on the, the first week. <laughs> so uh, the Packers, Saints playing neutral in a neutral location, I believe. Uh, I think they're in Florida. Is that right? So it's Saints plus three and a half. What I like in this game is the over. Anything over 50 points, I think it's a real strong possibility. So uh, I'm leaning toward the Packers winning but take the over Arizona, Tennessee, uh, you know, Tennessee, I think are, they're, they're going to be, uh, they're going to be something that are going to pop up on the radar this year. I, I like, I think I like Tennessee. They've, they've added some weapons. I'm going to take Tennessee in the over against Arizona. I think Arizona put up some points, but Tennessee's going to win this game. 49ers against who are they playing? 49ers against Chicago the Lions. They're playing. Oh, the Lions. That's right. Lions. They're playing the Lions. I think uh, I'm, I'm going to take the money line on the 49ers with the against the Lions because I just don't have any confidence in that trade the Lions made swapping Stafford for um, what's his name from uh, the Rams. We're not going to tell you. We want to test your cognitive. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gone, man. I don't remember his name. Right, That'd eh? be Jarrett Goff. Yeah, Goff. Who's going to remember that stupid name? I don't think he's going to have it there. Everybody's telling me his arm strength's terrible. He, what, he's in year three or year four? I don't know what the hell Detroit was thinking. I guess Stafford really wanted out, so this was the only way they get any value from him, possibly. Uh, yeah, I think the Niners are going to take that game. I think the Dolphins upset the Patriots. Is that even an upset, though? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's like plus three, maybe, I think. It's not, it's not, t- it's not that bad. But uh, And then I like the Jets over Carolina. And just because, you know, they know Darnold better than anybody and they are just going to exploit the hell out of you like them, not just to cover, but you like them to actually win. Oh, yeah. No, I think the Jets straight up win that game. And I think it's because Robert Sala is, you know, he's a defensive mastermind and he's got a whole lot of data on Sam Darnold. I like the Bengals to not only cover, but win. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a breakout year. Bengals plus three at Minnesota. It's at, it is at Cincinnati, though? No, it's at Cincinnati. It's at, no one's talking about the Chargers against the Washington football team. Jamie, your division after the Cowboys game, how do you see it shaking out? I think the Cowboys are, are legit. They need to work on their defensive line and their secondary a little bit. I think the Cowboys 
easily win that division. This Washington football team is minus one against the Chargers. That is a location and time of day spread alone. I don't have all of the historical stats. I'm sure Ben used to, but he can't remember. On teams, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? No, no, nothing. Uh, teams coming from the West Coast and playing a one Eastern game, you know, what their record is straight up against the spread. But I think the only reason Washington's favored in that is because LA is coming across the country. Otherwise, and I still think LA beats them. I'm not believing in the Fitz magic. Ben, you still with us? Ben. You know, I, I think uh, San Diego can put up a lot of points, man. I, I, uh, I think the Chargers – and I'm never going to say hey, they're listen, not in I'm San never, Diego, Ben. I, I'm never going to say not. that they're LA. I'm never going to say they're LA because they're the San Diego Chargers, man. No, it's and, because uh, you forget that they're in LA. No, man, they should. What is it? Spano? Spano? What's that? What's that owner's name? They got to He's got to sell because they're. It's the worst decision they ever made. It's turning into the worst decision. I think the Chargers can put up a lot of points. I think it's a coin flip. I think a lot of people are looking at that game and it can go either way. Hey Ben, why aren't you going to any Yankees games on these weekends? You you were going earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have time. You don't have time, or is it because they suck? I, I think I'm going to go to the Jets Bills game uh, in November. I'm excited about that. Um, Ben, for the outro, can we please use the Miley Cyrus song? No, not going to happen. The ACDC song. No, we're just going to make up some cheesy shit on GarageBand and we'll just go with that. I might be able to record something. I was talking to our sports lawyer guy. He's going to come on at some point, maybe next week. we got some other good guests lined up. Preseason's over, Ben. Next week, we need the hard-hitting analysis that you're so well-known for. So Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put in my uh, at least my C game. Hey, that worked. Uh, which is funny because you started off with your A game. You're coming at me hard, but you just couldn't go very long. All right, Ben. All right. So, hey, thanks a lot for uh, listening to another great episode of Endless Balls. 